Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. What did she say? I, I can't hear her with the hand over your mouth. What did she say? Say. <laughs> Something about a devil on your finger? She said you don't have a ring on your finger. And you're just jealous. Excuse me. Watch me. Excuse me. <laughs> Damn it. Because you don't have a ring on your finger either. So I suggest you watch your mouth and stop trying to act like you are better than everybody else before I put a ring around your damn eye. I don't know it. Of course you don't. I never do. You wouldn't. What is it? Just tell me. It doesn't matter. Well. A classic. Okay. I feel less black now. You should. So, guys, <laughs> here we are again I on do. the read. I am the owner of the Show Nuff Hair Salon. And I am Blue Ivy's Braids. And this is the read. Yes, it is. The Show Nuff Hair Salon. Is that, um, what is that girl? The girl who was doing like the YouTube videos and stuff? Wow. Oh my God. What wow. is it? Ah! Wow. You know what? I'm going to remember it when it's Show too late. Nuff Hair Salon. Wow. What am I thinking of? It's that girl. Oh it's mm. that girl. It isn't that girl. Oh. But yes, oh, uh, congratulations to Blue Ivy uh, returning to her old stomping grounds. Oh, yeah. The Video Music Awards. Just, you know, coming back to bless it. Which we'll talk about later, you know. But it was just great to see her there again. You know what I'm saying? She didn't seem to feel the same way. <laughs> uh, no, she definitely did not. It was great. She looked absolutely fabulous in her dress on the, on the white carpet. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Just there was beautiful. just a moment where Beyonce had to turn to her and say, look, girl, now this is a legendary moment for us. This is where you were announced, girl. Now you need to keep it together. And, she's and she like, didn't give a what shit. What does that have to do with today? I don't care. This dress has so many layers on it, and I don't mommy, care about none mommy, of these cameras. My feet hurt. That's nice. There's no air conditioning on this carpet. I don't so. care. Okay, well, then keep walking. Let's go then. Let's just do this. Okay, because we I'm look fine. good. Let's go yes, then. Yes, I'm going to smile tomorrow. I followed them. I, we could talk about it later, but I tried anyway. Security was like, no, you don't. But I tried. Cool. So, I mean, what was I supposed to do? It was Beyonce. Anyway. Child. Right. I mean, not follow like stalker, but like I saw them go through their like special Beyonce only backstage entrance. And I was going to try to walk up and security looked at me and then shut the door. It was like, no, That's <laughs> and I was not like, I'm this. not going to even try. This doesn't work. Like so, that. but I mean. Looked beautiful. Phenomenal. Um, okay, so Black Excellence this week. Um, 
This is a story that's actually really crazy. And again, you can send emails to uh, thereadblack at gmail.com if you want to submit a black excellence story. This is a story about a school in South Africa uh, called, and forgive any pronunciation (laughs) if I just absolutely annihilate these words. Please forgive my American ignorance. But either way, this is a school in South Africa, as I said. I think it's called Pretoria Girls High School. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, And so basically, a group of young girls, I want to say between the ages of like 13, 15, and things like that, um, these black girls were protesting outside of this hopelessly white school. Um, after they they made this policy telling these girls to chemically alter their hair to straighten it, um, and apparently there were these rules about girls, black girls, hanging out in in groups of more than five. Officials would come and break them up, and just overall racism going on in the school. There's actually like a list. Yeah, there's like a lot of, of shit here. that was going on. Didn't it used to be like an all white girls' school too? How that even happened? <laughs> I'm just, I think it did. Anyway, um, there are students talking about uh, other students. Some of the kids were saying that other students would say girls' hairs look like birds' nests. Um, they were compared to Bart Simpson. Um, oh. Something here says when a group of white girls told one black student that her English was broken and bad, the teacher allegedly laughed. Security had guns. They were manhandled because, of course, they tried to, like, break up these little things and they tried to end their break early and all of this stuff. So, I mean, the story here and what makes it excellent is that these very, very young black girls stood up for themselves and came together and spoke out for being mistreated and for all of the racist crap that was going on in their school. And the life of, for the life of me, I can't understand how grown-ass adult teachers could see behavior like this taking place in school and be amused by it or at, just let it go altogether. But not surprised. I'm just, I don't understand it. Either way, I think somebody from the Board of Education, uh, like someone from the Executive Council, mm-hmm. went down to the school, the mayor, sat down with these kids. They're crying. They're talking about all the stuff they're going through or whatever. This man, um, I'm not even going to say his name because <laughs> I'm just not I just even don't gonna even want it. to attempt it. But just know that he's king shit. <laughs> like when it, He went down there, suspended the policy. Amen. And they are investigating the school, and he has said flat out that anybody who's playing any kind of games out there, motherfucker, <laughs> is going to suffer the wrath. Amen. Good. Of the education board. So I'm just very proud, and it's very uh, yeah. amazing to see these young girls stand up for themselves and just talk about like they're literally chanting we are tired you know what i'm saying right children right little girls who already know what it's like to be discriminated against at school by a government institution this is global anti-blackness racism it's global it's everywhere in africa in africa in south africa right there i mean this surprises no one no i mean (laughs) this is like saying america is racist like oh yeah just when you're telling us to go back to africa (laughs) girl just know y'all ruined that too yeah it sucks over there as well (laughs) 
you didn't just come here and fuck that you wanted everything right like you still do the list of countries that y'all didn't invade it's like six or seven total i think and that's because they won't let nobody on their land they're like that's the people over here (laughs) if you the people who skin everybody who shows up on their island and shit they are the ones those countries are white people like no they are crazy (laughs) (laughs) we we're not (laughs) they are not friendly over there (laughs) we never had a chance um okay Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So... This week in Bitch, you guessed it! <gasps> what? You piece of shit. Somebody just asked if I, I would bring that you. back, and I just felt like. Oh, you know, much. You know just what? Just for. You know what? It's fine. It's cool. It's all good. I'm great, actually. Beyonce blessed my life like twice. Absolutely, she did. I'm serene. I'm in a great place. So true. You and your nigga shenanigans are not going to take that away from me. I mean, it's just, it was for nostalgia. You know what? It's not like fully coming back. Yeah. You know, it's it, just one for the... It's a great moment. For the old days. I'm going to remember that, though. Um. Okay, so let's just uh, jet set <laughs> through all of this BS. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot this week. There was a lot. So I'm just going to start with shit that doesn't matter. Okay. 
and work our way into the shit that we, I guess, would talk yeah, more about. Yeah, that way we can just get through the shit nobody gives a fuck about. Apparently, French Montana is dating a Gizelia. What else is happening? Um, They're making a Rockefeller TV show. I think Dame Dash. <laughs> I was about to say, who needs the money? Is it Dame Dash? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to title. Maybe it will. Who knows? Oh, it's not going to be on title. But anyway, they're talking about doing this show based on Rockefeller Records. And I actually think that if he got, like, the right investors and had, like, nothing to do with the writing or, like, much of anything else. Okay. Um, that it could be good. Like, a really good empire. Hmm. Yeah, Maybe. I just don't know if there if people are like how many of that type of TV show are we going to put on the air at once, especially like a black story, because we already do have Empire and then a Power, which I looked at a little bit of, but is not really in that same vein. It I don't know. Just isn't right, but it just is not the only the only similarities between power and empire is that they both start light-skinned niggas that are like gangsters or whatever but what is he gonna be is he gonna be like telling some rockefeller secrets or some shit is it gonna be like a tell-all i don't think so i think it's supposed to just be like Hmm. almost like a straight out of compton but a TV show. So we're going to have an Aaliyah storyline, so y'all going to bring that I mean, up. we best. Oh, Lord I want to know who's going to play Beyonce. Uh, I do, too. <laughs> Please let me know. Beyonce has probably Cast already had her folks reach out and say, this will not be a part of your show. <laughs> Sign right there. Thanks a ton. <laughs> Somebody sent Dame a text like, you already know what it is. Right. And just left it right there. Just like, like that. How are you going to have a rock <laughs> record show when Jay-Z tells you that you're, he's not allowed? Like, right. you can't you know, have Jay-Z on so it. You're, it's going to be very difficult to tell this story without leaving out, you know, and leaving out some of these people. Because in know? that case, you might as well just do a show about Dipset. Because <laughs> I'll watch that, too. But, I mean, you can't just have a rock If you do a show about show. Dipset, it's going to go from ABC to TV1. Because the audience is now just that not... is just a filthy lie. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Dipset. A TV show about Dipset is not getting okay, on not network. ABC. <laughs> but definitely not TV One. Wait, nothing wrong with TV One. I stay on TV like One. A, they could get. Like... <laughs> I love TV One. <laughs> I'm they sorry be running all that. my favorites. I, you know, a Dipset show could absolutely touch like a Cinemax <laughs> or a Stars, maybe like an Epics. Okay. A USA. I no, hope Dame Dash gets the check that he's looking and for. And FX. FX. You know what? Yes. You're right. It doesn't have to be TV definitely watch one. the Dipset show on FX. Yes. I think you're it right. would be great. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen, though. They mm-hmm. hate each other all the time. Well. Um, what else? Young Thug. A.K.A. Oh. Thugger. Oh, Lord. A.K.A. No, my name is Jeffrey. <laughs> A.K.A. Jeffrey. I don't know... I think he's going by my name is Jeffrey now. Like he's going by that sentence. This man's name is is going to be Young Thug. Yeah, for me. right. That's I'm not, what I'm calling I'm not switching it. Up. I'm not. You know, you're not Puff. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't. No, that era of changing your name every two years is gone. That. We're not. We're not doing Bow Wow tried, and we've known him a lot longer than you, and he we still won't let him make it. Is actually <laughs> fortunate 
that people don't still call him Lil Bow Wow. That's like, because you remember when he was like, I'm just Bow Wow. Yeah, and he dropped the like, little. Nigga, shut your little ass up. Like, every, nobody cared. Right. And after a while, we said, oh, right. Well, now he's an adult, so it's just bizarre. Right. It would just be strange <laughs> to still call him right. Lil Bow Wow. Because we knew him as a man. child. But. Right. Shad Gregory I'm not No we're not We don't We never needed to know Your government name We won't start Doing that now And furthermore We don't even discuss you Enough Or want to discuss you Enough to actually be like Oh let's just talk about What we're gonna call As opposed to Young Thud Who who had Every Straight nigga On the internet And his feelings With this album cover So Young Thug appears on his uh, his latest mixtape cover, I guess mixtape album, whatever these things are. Album, tape, EP. It could be anything. You niggas be putting. He's put out like seven bodies of work in the past year. In the past month, something crazy. Like, how do you even? Maybe because you're not wasting time writing lyrics. Literally every like twenty eighth or twenty ninth of the month, I always think to myself, I wonder what uh, next month's future of Young (laughs) mixtapes are going to be. Right, because it is at least. Every 31 days that these niggas drop some kind of project, whether it's theirs or it's a collaboration with somebody else or it's their DJ's mixtape that they host. It's just every month. Um, But anyway, the latest shit is called No, My Name is Jeffrey, which I guess is also his name now. I'm not called. Your name isn't going to be a sentence with a fucking comma in it. (laughs) I'm not like I draw the line at a comma. I actually draw the line at a phrase, but a comma is just OD. I I'm won't do not it. doing it. So sorry. Um, he appears on the cover of this mixtape wearing <sighs> wearing a lavender frock. Frock is a good word. It's it's a frock. It's very old timey. It gives you a throwback vibe. Like this is a, a olden days bitch dress. This looks like you know when. <laughs> oh Lord, what is you about to say? Some evil. You know when you when your mama didn't always have the money to put you in a nice dress, but she could sew. Oh my god! <laughs> and so she just took like the napkins from work, or you know what I'm saying, like the kerchief, whatever other fabric, and just made you a gown, and you turned it. Like that's what it looks like. Like everybody was like, like people who were supportive were saying, "Oh, this is such a look." Yes, it looks like he got the pattern and off said, of Pinterest, and just, he made that himself. It isn't. It's ugly. Because that hat, is that a hat? Is that an umbrella? That is is an umbrella. A lampshade? That is an umbrella that I believe Young Thug found in the dumpster behind (laughs) wherever they took these pictures. And he said, I'm going to do this as well. I don't think this has anything to do with Raiden from Mortal Kombat or any other Asian kung fu legends. I don't think it, this literally looks like somebody got it at DSW and then... (laughs) Five years later, they threw it out and he found it. Like, the whole outfit, it just looks dumb to me. I mean, I don't dislike it. I don't think it's some great fashion moment either, but... I like what it stands for. I like the fact that he did it. That's yeah. what I like. Yeah. I don't like the way it looks. I, I like the dumb. pose, I think. The pose is what is really saving it for me. Right. He's giving you, like, silhouette. He knows his it's angles. Not just, right. It's not just big, elaborate hat 
thing and all these roughly dresses and shit. It's like this cunt pose. Like, bitch, you see me. Like, I'm like, fine. Like, get into the volume of this skirt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, top model. Like, this is fashion. Like, my mama actually made me this dress for prom. Yeah. And you hoes spent $800 on this shit. And now your mama is going to be <laughs> worried about where she's going to like. And well, I look better. You know, I hate it. But... I like that he did it. Yeah. I, th- I also think hmm. that um, the heterosexual outcry <laughs> has just been absolutely ridiculous and unnecessary. Like it usually is. Like it all... Straight people love way. getting in their feelings for no good reason. It's, first of all, some of your fa- alleged favorite rappers and lyricists have dabbled in women's clothing if they ain't wear a skirt flat out. Like, if they didn't wear just a straight up and down dress or somebody's kimono or, or like, frilly, like, blouse. Yeah, that's not new. So, So, I don't understand what all of this is, but who can like let this sticker wear whatever the fuck he wants to? It's clear Young Thug's a fucking weirdo. So if he wants to wear a dress today or, you know, Miley Cyrus tomorrow, oh I just don't think I would personally be shocked because Young Thug is just alternative. Right. I saw it and was like, okay, Young Thug, like I I'm certainly no fan of your music or anything like that. I but we know. And I'm yet praying for you, friend. But, That's you know, I'm this is fine. This is fine. This album cover is what it is. It's not going to motivate me to check out his music. It's not like I feel like his music is going to be any less niggerish. Like, That's a it's not going to be any more. He's not going to be suddenly like some feminist rapper. Like, it's not finna. It's not. He's not going to change no shit this up. This shit sounds just like all his yeah. music. He's just making so, y'all mad with this photograph. He, and it's working. It worked. <laughs> it worked really well. I don't understand. So, I I kind of do think that Young Thug dabbles in um, bus, but only because <laughs> not because of this cover. I listen the interviews to and it. Stuff? Oh, you listen to the the music. I listen to this new mixtape, and there's just questionable lines on there. But every one of the lines could be like, "Nah, he meant this." But I heard it, and I'm just like, "Hmm." Hmm. Like what? Like he says something at one point about like turn up for the girls, turn up for the boys, and I'm just like, are you? Hmm. Are you trying to tell something? There's a song where he says something like you ride a nigga's dick like a bitch, and I'm saying like, oh, I get it. So are you saying like that this isn't a woman, or are you saying? that she is a woman but today she's being a bitch like are are bitches just what you call is that your freaky bedroom word (laughs) or are you saying that this person this maybe a guy is a dick rider because you know like yeah tax says like dick riding is the worst form of transportation like a dick ain't never got nobody nowhere so maybe that's what wow look at that truth right there Maybe that's what the, I don't know. He says something else. Like, I think at one point, like I put on my makeup like a lamb, <laughs> like a lamb, so, like uh, the lamely. Like, are you a, a Mariah Carey fan? Because <laughs> that's if you tell me you're a lamb, that's the first thing I. That think is the of. first thing I think of. <laughs> that you have all of Mariah's albums and you know exactly what your favorite order is. Plus, and all Mariah that. Carey makeup lighting. I just feel like yeah. this album may be his chrysalis. 
Maybe this is when he is, you know, emerging. I'm going to Google. Oh, maybe that's that. why we don't see his face on the cover, because this dress is like his cocoon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and when he emerges, he will be a beautiful butterfly. OK. But listen, I don't think that he's I don't like. I see that. I think that that young thug is into women. I think he had, like, I'm pretty sure he's engaged or something like that. And I'm sure that he loves that girl and that girl loves him. I'm sure that he loves girls. I don't think that he may even be bisexual. I just feel like he's on the spectrum somewhere. And he's like not really... Well, Frank Ocean has flat out said that he likes niggas. Oh. Oh, well, you're right. Frank Ocean did come out. Right. In his own little way. Even though I think that Frank Ocean, like... Is just a homosexual? No. Oh. I think that Frank Ocean, like, fucked with dudes a couple of times when he was a kid and then got super high and, like, just doesn't really know how to, doesn't know what a relationship is. I don't know. Like, he just, like, I don't feel like Young, like young Thug, I don't think Frank Ocean is going down to the Abbey. Like, oh, hey, ladies, what's <laughs> up? You know, I don't. Yeah, I see what you mean. I feel like he's probably dating girls, but, like, likes dudes. He doesn't give me, like, hey, I'm, I'm a gay guy. I've, maybe Young Thug and his girlfriend are just, like, doing all kinds of shit with all kinds of people in the bedroom. They could, pe- listen, people they could be do bringing this. all kind of people in the bed. I bet you that his girlfriend knows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and it's, it's cool. Because regardless of whatever any of you musty niggas at home think about this nigga's <laughs> cover, sexuality, whatever, I would be willing to bet my savings that oh, that Lord. nigga can still get more pussy than any one of you niggas just based on the fact that he's young thug and I'm sure that he is uglier than the vast majority of y'all. Gotta so be. what does that even say? Like, besides mind your business... I mean, there, there it is right there. And you know, I didn't really give a shit anyway. I saw the picture and said, well, niggas are going to be mad at that and kept right on going. Because what else do y'all do? I mean, when he when he first came out, Young Thug was wearing like jeans from Rainbow and baby fat like l- raglans. I don't see. And I didn't even pay that much attention to him. I just remember y'all calling him a little Wayne clone for the longest. Well... He was always very open about being like Wayne being his idol and mm-hmm. that whole thing. And so, well, congratulations, Jeffrey, which nobody will be calling you that. I'm calling him young. <laughs> so, I, you know, respect the fact that he was like, I'm going to go by my government name, the name my mama gave me, rather than coming up with some other ridiculous fucking name out of nowhere. Like, yeah. from now on, my name is Blastoise or something. <laughs> Blast- like, <laughs> okay. Um, so let's talk about these, this award show. The Video Music Awards. They were on Sunday. I just have a few feelings. Okay. Um, most of them are questions. <laughs> and then I will get into what I thought actually mattered. Okay. At the program. You will probably be able to give us a fresh perspective of this. <laughs> I'll have to tell you my very embarrassing stories. There. Um, but I will just start with my very quick question. I questions I think that I just have four. <laughs> question okay. number one. I'm not ready for this. Why on earth did they hire Key and Peel <sighs> to sit up there and tell terrible jokes for that three hours or whatever? But more than that, I hate to get like fake deep, but 
why the fuck did they have these niggas pretending to be social media influencers the entire time and kind of like making a mockery out of people who you know what I'm saying? Who are like tweet or make memes or whatever. Like I got that the shit was supposed to like I understood the joke, but yeah. A, I didn't think that it was funny. B, I thought it was poorly executed. And C, there I could name ten niggas from the internet right now who I don't even know personally who would have been funnier and more engaging oh as hosts <laughs> well. that entire damn show. I will never take anything away from Key and Peel. I think that they have created a great lane for themselves and I respect that. I don't personally find them funny mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I just thought their whole sh- I thought they would have been better just being themselves than playing Yeah. This thing for the whole show. I thought it was dumb. I didn't even really, like, being at the show, I didn't even really too much notice them because they weren't on stage. They were in some booth Up in the MC lights. Right, so you could hear them, and I think maybe there was video sometimes, but I just really didn't even know what was going on. So that, I didn't notice until afterwards when I watched the VMAs back. I was like, oh, God, that was terrible. Like, that was really fucking awkward. It was so Like, yeah, (laughs) it it just, mm, it fell flat. But it's hard to find good hosts for award shows. Like, I think that's a hard job to do because it just seems like most award show hosts do not do that great of a job. Like they're not that funny or something's awkward. They used or... to be. Because hmm. I remember when Chris Rock hosted the VMAs once, like, what was it, 99? I feel like he did a good job. There was the year, like, I think after that where the Waynes Brothers hosted and Marlon showed his ass and my mother was so Yes, offended. I remember that my one. Mother was so <laughs> upset about this. Like, Why would he do that on TV? I remember that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, next question. Uh, what in spoken word Hades <laughs> was Alicia Keys talking about? Man. You know, I'm trying to give Alicia her, you know, a break. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like after a while, it just has to get, like, tired and not fun to keep saying the same thing about her. But it was just like, girl. What are you like, doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what? Like, are you performing or are you interested? What? It yeah. was just, it was, oh, on the, on, today's the anniversary of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. And I'm like, okay, Alicia and her American Horror Story coven garments. <laughs> you better let her going, have her little house on the prairie dress. They're going to say something deep about race in America. And I'm okay with that, with her nude face, because I am like, Alicia Keys looks great with no makeup. I didn't understand the hair, but I said she's going to be, <laughs> it was like a bun and dreads. <laughs> she right. Alicia is done giving a fuck, okay? That's what she's trying to get y'all to understand. This, this bitch, is me. <laughs> this is who I am on the inside, okay? I'm a bitch who wears button-up dresses that come to my fucking ankles. I'm not putting on no fucking makeup. And this hair is what it is. It does itself. This is I woke <laughs> this up. This is like my this. look, right? You can't be mad. She then she's she said, "Freedom." <laughs> I would like to recite a poem. I shouted at my teeth. <laughs> I, I literally hit a key. I said, "Oh, girl!" <laughs> like I was just like, "Do you? Do you have to? Is that what you're good?" So yeah. Mm. I appreciate the sentiment. And then busting out into song like that. We were all just sitting there like, so this is just happening. This is this what? Is you, it was a moment and then you just started to sing and it didn't, hmm. okay. 
in all fairness, I mean, you go on TV with no makeup on, that's bold as fuck because the way those cameras and lights and shit oh, will yeah, wash your true. face out. Like, and she is beautiful in person. Like, mm-hmm. just truly gorgeous in a way that does not translate well on television because of the cameras and lighting and shit. But all that... They will literally go into the past, present, and future <laughs> of your face. Yeah. Every pore. Oh, HD is a rude son it of a bitch. It is a bitch. It is really fucked up. Now they got all this 4K and shit. Can't so I wasn't, I wasn't thinking nothing about Alicia's whole vibe and everything. I was letting all of it rock until she started to sing. <sighs> we didn't deserve this all you had to do you could have just came up here and given us one of our black excellence moments and then we could have kept on going cause but girl your face is great the dress actually was cute on her it was much yeah she you know she just has to always just be like yeah I'm Alicia bitch (laughs) and I'm a little stoned right now girl but let me tell you something about existentialism. I'm like, girl, Alicia, girl, damn, girl, this girl. Like, well, all right, all right. So, um, Sweetheart. also, uh, why does Nick Jonas do that with his face when he sings? I'm be totally honest with you. When they announced Nick Jonas, I stopped watching. So, I didn't care. Saw something about bacon, and then so this is not for me. The white people, right? He was in a diner or something. Nick Jonas is actually. I just stopped paying attention, but I was fairly drunk. He's a little is endearing. The word I want to use. I don't know. There's just something about him that I just find charming. Mm. I don't care about him as a musician or um anything else that he does. But I don't dislike him. He's like there. He seems cool or whatever. He just makes funny faces when he sings. But I did like his performance because they were like in this fake Waffle House. Well, it was really clean. So I guess it was maybe like a, a an IHOP, a Denny's. I don't know. It was like nice. But... Like, this can't be a real New York City diner. Where is it at? Right. This was <laughs> this, built this was a yesterday. Set. <laughs> right. So... I thought it was cute because Joanne the Scammer was in it. Oh, yeah. Like, he was running through this diner and had, like, all of these little guests. Rummy Mom family. I saw her on the white carpet. Do you use the pronoun her for Joanne the Scammer? I I mean, I think if you're talking about Joanne, you would say her. Okay. And every time I'm Brandon, you would say him. I saw her on the carpet, but I wasn't drunk enough to be bold and walk up to people yet. (laughs) That came later. That came later. That came later. Oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) Is it? So, last question. Um... When did Andrew Schultz start rapping with Britney Spears? Oh, you know. <laughs> Who is that white man with the black scent? I have no idea. Oh, like, poor Britney. I promise that I was just like, is there? Do, I, I feel like Who I should know about is this. this? Right? Who, is Who is this white man? I swear to God, I, I was still like, I don't know who it is. Andrew Schultz has the nerve. <laughs> to be rapping now and he chose Britney Spears wait that's not him so (laughs) oh I hate you I you know Britney poor Britney you are a legend for life and nobody can ever take away your pop legendary status that's that's right it's just always there you know Mm -hmm. and so but the time for you has come and gone it's we it's time to say it it's time to touch and agree. Britney Spears, that era is complete. It's just done. You know, there are many legends who can stop. Mm-hmm. Many, many legends who can stop now. Um, and we don't even have to name any names. Did you listen to her unkind. album? Why would I do that? It's 2016. <laughs> 
So I tried. I gave it a chance. Did you? I did. Oh, you're oh, because I, I used have... to stand down for Britney like ma. Same. It was very intense for me for a long time. Other black people Same. made fun of me for the way that I love. I didn't that give bitch. a shit. I didn't either because Britney was my bitch. So she I listened to that album and it just sounds. There is no growth in Britney Spears as an artist from 1998 to today. Like, none at all. This is just... She's just been through a lot. Like, when, <laughs> <laughs> So go when take your was, money and go home. When I watched her performance, I was literally just sitting there shaking my head. And I was just like, oh, she's been through so much. Jesus. Child, Britney not even trying to sing live. Or dance, These girl. These hips can't move. I was this, just like... You know oh, what, Lord. Jesus, she has just been Y'all done through. charged Britney up one oh, more time Lord. to drag her out here, and it just is not. She's been through so much, Jesus. But you could see her losing her battery as the performance went on. Like, she got tired. She looked, it just feels like she doesn't want to do it. And she went on after Beyonce. Which I... <laughs> No, she was pissed. Like she had to be. There is no somebody if I cop got cussed out for that. Britney Spears was like, "You hoes!" After all I have done for this ceremony, after I came to this show and stripped down to a nude, sparkly bodysuit, I made out with Madonna on this on fucking this stage. very stage. I brought a big old yellow anaconda. Some crazy serpent. Some python. Something ridiculous. And the drag girls were dressing up. One of the drag queen girls dressed up as Britney in that outfit. So, I'm a legend. We all know it. You introduced me as a legend. And you put me directly after Beyonce? You didn't even put some... Not to mention Kim Kardashian introduced her. I spoke to Kim Kardashian at the awards show. You hold on. <laughs> you spoke words. I spoke to Kim Kardashian and her gay friend who said he ain't gay, but he is gay. The one with the Joker, the, the one with face? the face. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a. Looks like he's yeah, the one Ooh. with the face, the one whose mouth is stuck Ooh. like that. I was very drunk by the time all that happened, but yeah. You spoke words out of your mouth for her to hear. Kind words, too. I was not even mean, but I feel like Kim is probably the biggest celebrity they could have got to endorse Britney like that. Like, I felt like most of that. (laughs) So you spoke to Kim Kardashian. How did that go? Well, I was drunk. It was was when I was on my tour, Mm because I had decided by the time I sat down... In, like, the bad bitch section where they had people bringing you drinks all night. Mm -hmm. So after, like, three of those, three or four of those, I decided that I was just going to talk to everybody I recognized. Cool. Why not? You know? YOLO. It is the VMAs. You can't do that at the Emmys. You can't just go up to everybody you recognize at Emmys and start talking. Absolutely. But the V, this is MTV. You know, it's very casual. So I was just walking past celebrities, giving them compliments and and having conversations with the ones that I liked. So Kim, I said, you know, you look very nice. She does. In person, her face is, it doesn't even look real. Her skin doesn't look real. Like she looks like a tiny doll being person. Like, I mean, I just, I can't even describe it. It doesn't look like a human face, but... I told her she looked pretty. I took a picture of her and Kanye with the mothers of the movement. That was what happened. That's how I ended up, like, right next to her. But I walked up to a lot of people and embarrassed myself. 
and I had a good time. So you took a photograph with her, or of no, her? of her. I was standing next to um, Trayvon Martin's mama, Sabrina Fulton, and so Sabrina also. Sabrina, Miss Fulton was talking to Kanye, and Kim was right there. And the friend with the face and the other mothers of the movement. And I was down there in the mix because I was drunk. So So Miss Sabrina also had to endure Kardashian. Yes, I'm sorry to say that she did. She she had to be around them for a brief moment, but she gave me her phone to take a picture of her with the other ladies and Kim and Kanye. So that's how I ended up like right there and being, you know, how so I am when I get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Who else? Let's just go ahead and. Oh, well, I walked up to Simone Biles, who was <laughs> looked to be extremely over it. <laughs> I was just like, um, I just want you to know that you're a young black woman who amazes me. And honestly, you are clearly the baddest bitch this game has ever seen. Cool. And the other girl behind her was just looking. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't recognize your friend. I think she's on the team with you. And, you know, congratulations to you two also. But like you, Simone, wow, you are the shit. So that's great. We had that moment. That Chloe great. and Hallie were very nice when I walked up to them, extremely drunk, and <laughs> started telling them that wow. they were, you know, magical black girls from the future and just born of the sun and incredibly talented. And <laughs> just wow. was so fucked up, man. Why would y'all let me drink like that? Ugh. I walked up to everybody. I talked to Michael Phelps. I asked him where the weed was at. He did not hear me. Okay. I walked up to Amber Rose and we had a conversation about how these niggas always want to slut shame just because women enjoy sex and aren't ashamed of it and all this. Awesome. I walked up to Ashley Graham, the plus size model, and name dropped like a groupie and was just like, you're beautiful because she is. Like, I did that all night. I just walked up to people all night long. No fear. I didn't give a single fuck. I said, I'm going to act like a fan at this event tonight. Or not like a fan, but I'm going to be loose and have a good time. Why not? And that was because I had already got there. I was on the carpet when Beyonce and Blue Ivy came down. And one of the Viacom girls grabbed me like two minutes beforehand and positioned me right there and said, don't move. Just stay right there. And I already knew what was up. <laughs> and then 30 seconds later here come Julius elbowing everybody in the fucking face <laughs> oh I got mushed by Julius for the first time That's oh it was great. glorious yes while That's I was awesome. trying to take my snapchat he don't give a fuck about your snapchat for the he's record he's t- he snapchat. just was like okay move like he doesn't ask he just you just move there's okay. no time to ask you're not questions. going around Julius like it was crazy because everybody else had been walking the carpet like I saw so many celebrities nobody gave a shit when Beyonce came and they told everybody else, first of all, they cut off the carpet. So everybody else had to stop walking down that bitch. And so it was like a line of celebrities who were looking like, why don't I get to move? Da, bitch, da, da. because bitch, the, because the queen's coming through. And they wasn't, nobody was ready because it was Beyonce and Blue. arrived. Right. And then all the girls that from the formation video and then the mothers, it was like this whole processional of Beyonce and company. And it was just... The crowd went fucking crazy. It was like the one time that one of the girls didn't have to tell the security guards who the celebrity was because they already knew. It was bananas. Did you speak to um, the trashy teen mom who was dressed like part of the Injustice League? She was next to me. She was two I seats. Saw. <laughs> yeah, she was. 
<laughs> two seats away and actually very funny story I was in like the middle of the section like eighth row dead center of the fucking row so I had a great view of the stage and right before Beyonce was about to perform like during the commercial breaks people move around all the time so she had moved to my seat and was talking to one somebody else from Teen Mom and when Beyonce was about to come out and I knew it because I saw Serena I was like okay well I'm getting back to my seat because I mean obviously this is what the fuck I came for and she just sat there like she wasn't going to get up. And so I'm just standing in front of her like, sweetheart, we can do this all day. This is a live television program. And I don't really care what's going to happen, but I'm not moving because I'm going to be right here to see Beyonce. And she said something like, oh, can you just go sit in my seat? And I said, actually, sure can't. I sure can't. So sorry. And she had to get up and move right, right. down back by Nick Cannon right. and Heidi Klum where you belong. That's because right. I am going to watch Beyonce. You should have said, I'm not your mama. I'm not playing them games. <laughs> I didn't say sure. nothing to that little girl because all I know her from is TV and, and pornos. And it's just not enough to have a conversation. But you was going to move the fuck out my way when it was Beyonce time. That was going to happen. Well, speaking of Beyonce time, I just want to say that Beyonce did exactly what Beyonce does, which was absolutely stomp historic oh blood, oh prehistoric God. blood oh and plasma out of the stage with each and every tap of her stilettos. Um, just know that Mama gave you a lemon-flavored medley and did. of some of her uh, current hits <laughs> from the visual album. She took, man, what was she, was she on every stage? Like, did she go to each? Yeah, you couldn't even really see her that well because she moved around so fucking much. Like, it was a lot going on. When I watched it back later, I was like, whoa, this was just... Visually, it came across a lot better on TV. But being there in person, I've never seen no shit like that. Like, niggas was losing it. Charlemagne was behind me now. He put me on blast on Instagram, but that nigga was behind me singing every word at the top of his fucking lungs. I tell you, Beyonce shut that shit down. Friend, I was up in the chair. I stood up on my chair, and it's them folding type chairs, so I was falling a lot. Okay. And like totally willing to bust my ass for it and the person next to me was like you can stand on my chair too if you want to like for balance so then I was up there and That's I kind. stayed up for Beyonce's entire 15 minutes or however long her ass was up there I was like I'm giving her my it was like being at a little mini formation again it was right just, <sighs> they put Whoop, a little extra base in the um Alabama weekend. <laughs> yes, absolutely. She cracked so, that camera. She really did break that fucking really camera. She really broke it really bad. <laughs> so MTV, um, I just want you guys to know that... I will be damaging your property. I'm going to take hot sauce and just... Right in the middle of your camera, so... Um, Julius has brought the money for the camera. I mean, it's, it's honestly nothing. You're free to do whatever you want with the camera, but just know... Just letting you know... you probably won't be able to use that one anymore. so sorry about that. What are those cameras? $75,000? What does she care? Who knows? Blue Ivy carries that in her face <laughs> cover. Like, I mean, like, girl, it's really nothing to a boss. Blue so. Ivy can reach in the back of her tie light and just be like, here, girl. <laughs> She like, just have the cash folded up in that. We're lo- finished. <laughs> it's nothing. This means this is nothing to us as so a people. So thank you, Beyonce, for bringing life to yes. what was otherwise quite boring. Oh, I um, wept. I wept. I was, I was in the zone. I was gone that whole time. I lost it. It just 
So great. Everything after that was a blur. I barely even noticed Britney was on stage. I sat down for Britney's. I just, just did not care. I mean, and Beyonce had just bitch. I don't give a fuck about no damn Britney Spears when Beyonce just got done. Um, it actually fucked up the rest of the night for me. I actually really also enjoyed Rihanna's performances. Um, I really, really loved the second one where she basically put Passa Passa on the stage. Like she had a whole bashment set she made it a whole entire house party that was the one where she had like 80 niggas on stage yeah that was great that her performances were good those were actually some of the best rihanna performances i can think of that i've seen she has really grown vocally she has come a long way and you know something you have to remember is that brit britney we're finished the stands are on your ass now um Rihanna is like a pop star. She's mm-hmm. like pop, rock, alternative, like that girl. Yeah. Not really so much an R&B artist to me. Right. No. So Definitely not. The fact that she can even, she's, she knew her lane and she committed to make, to like, <laughs> to improving you vocally. <laughs> no, she did. She was like tired of all y'all talking shit about her. So like, mm-hmm. it's very, very, very clear that she was like training herself yeah. and that she's grown with her music. I think that she's an absolute, like we can talk about her all day long and I'm not going to like every single thing that she does, obviously, but there ain't no way you can act like Rihanna is not a fucking mm. top And she's clearly speech. out singing Britney Spears in the year of our Lord 2016. So She can clearly and look sing it's just a few so gorgeous, girls who are alleged singers. Rihanna is so fucking beautiful. It just don't make no damn sense. Like her face, it just bitch how the symmetry in that bitch's face she is just I didn't the the huge celebrities like that I didn't see I think they just stayed backstage the whole time like no thank I you mean, we're why, not going out there come on because they know they know <laughs> enough of those to know, know somebody gonna that run up. crystals can be around there just like hey girl I just wanna let you know that you and Drake are so cute together oh girl. yeah I, I probably would have I made Charlamagne introduce me to Kanye it was like you know, because I think about the amount of criticism I have thrown Kanye's way, and I stand by all of it. Yeah. I, I mean those words. But it doesn't change the fact that Kanye was seriously, literally, no exaggeration, my favorite rapper. And that man's music took me through a lot of very difficult times in my life. So to be in front of him for the first, like, I've never seen him in person. So to just be there, it was like, wow, like, that is, like, that's really fucking Kanye. Like, he's right there. You know, it was like, damn, that's a big ass fucking celebrity. So I, I made Charlamagne introduce us, and I think I told him that he used to be my favorite rapper, and that's why I used his last name, and he laughed at that. And then we were done. You told him that he used to be. I think that's what I said. <laughs> Don't, I'm not, you have to ask Charlamagne, because I was very... Cool. <laughs> I'm so sorry to all of the even a little bit famous people that I accosted at that show. Because <laughs> you know I was high. You know I was high. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Sky high and drunk. And y'all know how I am when I get drunk. It was embarrassing, but I enjoyed myself. I had a um, good time. I thought that the Drake-Rihanna thing was so cheesy but it's Drake so did he try to kiss her at the end like what was that when he gave her the award because it looked like maybe he was trying to kiss her and she was like she looks like it looked mouth, to me nigga. like she actually reached in to give him a kiss first like on the cheek yeah and then he kissed her on the cheek 
So hmm. it seems to me like it was something that people were making into something that it's not. But Rihanna's clearly into him. Yeah. Like she left his hotel the next day and went to like dinner or some shit in a shirt that he wore. And the tuxedo shirt he wore. She wore the shit as a dress. Oh, did she out. really? Yes. I didn't it. even see that. I left after Beyonce won video of the year. Honestly, I picked up a piece of confetti and was like, thank you so much. Wow. I'm going to get on the train before the traffic gets I mean, that's that. what I would have done. Like, well... <laughs> That's all I needed to know. I Just wanted to beat to the rush. I took the train playing. to and from the VMAs like a real bitch. I'm not spending $60 in Uber to get home. 60 <laughs> When the train is right there at Madison Square Garden. I would have been surprised if it was only 60 Yeah. Not when the train, not when I'm only 15 minutes away that on the fucking train. That surge would have said 7.8. No. Not um, to mention the fucking traffic. Also, um, oh no, I was saying that I, you know, I do think that Rihanna's like into Drake. I think that she really, really likes this nigga. But I read like in a Vanity Fair interview or something that she did where she basically seems like she more, she gets nervous, I think, with guys. Really? She likes them. And I think it has like a lot to do with like public perception and like people talking about it. I can't remember how she said it Hmm. specifically, but. That's she surprising about she dating. seems like she takes joy in like ruining niggas' lives. I mean, I think that she does that as well, but I think she actually really likes Drake. Oh. Because she was in the club like, and she had her hands all on him. Like, She looks like she really likes the boy, and I think that they're adorable together. They should have babies. Speaking of Joanne the Scammer, did you see that website? TheDrakeAndRihanna.com? Oh, I did. <laughs> did you see the video about why? Talking about because Drake didn't take a picture with her. And she had on her good wig. (laughs) (laughs) You have to watch the video. It's so wild. They had niggas thinking that there was some Drake and Rihanna album. I saw the website. Wedding or something. And both camps were like, that has nothing to do with either one of our artists. I'm surprised it took that long for somebody to buy DrakeandRihanna.com, though, honestly. Yeah, that's kind of true. It seems like. I would never sell it. The stand. Right. Now I would never take that away. Are you kidding me? This shit belongs to me. I think they bought like all variations of it too. Rihanna and Drake. Wouldn't you? Drizzy and Rizzy. I don't know. All of it. Um, and also, Tiana Taylor just. Oh, that video, man. My God. God damn. Just wow. It was like, wild watching it. Like, so you really, first of all, you really look this good. <laughs> like, God My damn. God. Like, is there, does fat move on your body? Because everything on you just looks so. Just in those memories. <laughs> and then her and her baby daddy, I like, I, you niggas be having some good old hot black ass sex. I can tell it. Because you niggas is in <laughs> I even thought he looked a little good for the first time after okay, I watched Okay, because you know, Iman, so, but you got to catch him in the right light on the right they day did. from the right angle. <laughs> Kanye was like, okay, a little Kanye overhead. said, wait a minute, just turn on the rose gold filter. Okay, get us some more. Get a, get that spritz bottle. Shine them a favorite one. It was good. And then Baby Junie at the end, it was a very, very It was cute. really good video. It was video. really good video. I was shocked. I was very glad that I got to uh, skip the famous video, which I still have not watched. And yeah. instead, instead, I got that. Yeah, I will not watch that. And then I will mm-hmm. never watch that I still haven't seen Bound 2 so I just refuse to let you ruin songs so blessed, I like so blessed but yeah that definitely I, reinvigorated you know the um, the part of me that recognizes Kanye as a creative uh, mind yes and that's what 
that's what is so frustrating about Kanye because he goes, he can get you to go back and forth with how you feel about him because sometimes the nigga is so brilliant and makes great decisions and sometimes he's just a black Kardashian. It's just like, what? You know, the great thing about, I think from now on I'm probably going to start uh, just recording award shows and watching them later because mm-hmm. I fast forwarded through oh, that yeah. whole speech. Truly, you could have gone to MTV.com and just watched the performances and been all right, really. I mean, and Beyonce, truly, the only thing you had to see but really they should just dev- they, it should just call the the B-R-E-T the B-R-E-T-M-A's the B-R-E-T B-T-R-E Beyonce Rihanna Tiana Tiana because Tiana was that, the, the surprise hit of the VMAs nobody saw that was coming. she even there no nah. <laughs> and now white people talking about who is Tiana Taylor eight wow. facts you need to know about really? Kanye's video protege she literally started on that channel her album I mean and her fucking album yeah, is good her album that last I album she put out I think it's called Seven I have loved it since it came out it is really good so I'm I glad to see Tiana Taylor I things about it and I knew that she could dance it's R&B music it's good R&B music I like it so go Tiana okay last but not least Chris Brown was arrested on Tuesday for allegedly assaulting oh my God. a young white woman with a deadly weapon. Friend, didn't we? Wasn't it two episodes ago? I just want to say that I will never talk about Chris Brown on this show again after this because clearly, <laughs> you got the juice. I missed my letter to Hogwarts or Break Bills or Waverly Place or someplace where they teach you how to harness your gifted your gifts and powers. Because every single time, and not even just him, every time I feel like I try and say, oh, this person is doing really well, or oh, hey, that person ain't acted a fucking fool lately. Right. <laughs> the next time the sun rises, this mother it's like breaking news Chris Brown just blew up a bank right like what the fuck (laughs) that does happen all the time and it's like every time we try to say something even remotely kind because I really again I think that Chris Brown is talented and I like a lot of Chris Brown's music I don't even almost stand for him but if a person continuously fucks up makes mistakes and things and then they keep you know their act together I like to acknowledge that. I like to say, oh, look, this person's been behaving. Good job. But every time we do that on this shit, the very next day they're on the news for some bullshit. So anyway. I was so proud of myself because I was like, I actually gave Chris Brown his props, said he looked like a good father. You know, he out here not fucking up. And then white woman. So the story goes as follows. Chris Brown woke up in the middle of the night on Tuesday, 3 a.m. or something crazy. And apparently the police, SWAT team, all these people are barricaded outside his motherfucking house. I guess barricading outside doesn't make sense. But they're outside his house and they're saying that these come in and search whatever they don't have a search warrant so he's in the house they're saying he barricaded himself in which and got on like, Instagram why would I barricade myself in a palace <laughs> these words that he used that's right Chris um 
So basically, he told them to fuck off and get a search warrant, which I'm not sure if they actually went and did before he came out or what happened, but he was in yeah, there Yeah, I think they hours. did. I think they had to come back with the search warrant. He was not fucking with them. Um, which I wouldn't either. Um, so all of this because a white girl by the name of Bailey Curran claims that he threatened her with a gun at a party, I think the day before. Um, at his house. At his house over some jewelry now he says he's innocent um and told them to get a search warrant I feel like Chris Brown fucked up in two ways here okay first inviting white bitches that you don't know like that into your motherfucking house first and foremost Mm. most four that's how that's Chris Brown's number one mistake is letting niggas come to his house if anybody on the planet of Terra <laughs> should at this point know Man. to keep their circle small. It is Christopher Maurice the Brown. Like, Why does girl, he still keep letting niggas in his house? When I tell you, Chris, my nigga, call me. I will teach you how <laughs> to have four friends. It's easy. It is easy. It is so simple. <laughs> and it's all you need, my nigga. I, I am telling you, it's not you hard. You will not have to go through any of this shit. This is what the, the gift of hating people. Man. And just not liking motherfuckers in your presence is you don't have to go through shit like this. That was the first mistake. And the second mistake is you shouldn't have gone on Instagram. Now, I don't think that he really did anything crazy on Instagram. I was annoyed that he said Black Lives Matter, which I'll touch on a little bit later. <sighs> Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. He got on Christopher. That nigga should have went outside and said, what I do? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here's, what, here's what's going to happen. You're going to fuck off <laughs> until you find a search warrant and come back to me. I'm going to go and have maybe a five-minute conversation with my attorney. Then I'm going back the fuck to sleep. <laughs> and when you girls get your paperwork in order, feel free to ring this doorbell again, and we will discuss it then because I ain't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But did you hear her story? Like oh, her version of the events? That's where we're going <laughs> right now. So young Bailey. <sighs> and I could tell by the way she spelled her name, she a thought. No B A Y. L-double-E. Something about it says thought to me, and I don't know why. No shade if your name is spelled that way. But I just knew when I saw her white face and the way she spelled her name, I said, this girl. Those roots. She's not new to this, okay? She has the look. So let's just go over Bailey's, um, her claims. Keep in mind, Bailey Curran is an alleged uh, pageant winner. She oh, claims that is funny. That story is We hilarious. are going to cover each and yes! every yes! base. Let's do it. She claims that she was crowned uh, 2016's Miss California. Regional. Okay. And so just keep those things in mind because she also claims to be an equestrian and actor and is accomplished. She She's Miss California Regional, not Miss California, period. Just... <laughs> Local hoe. <laughs> She's neither of these. It doesn't. We're going to get there. Her story goes as follows. Bailey says that she was at a house party at Chris Brown's house. Ray J was in attendance. 
I don't even. Okay. But Ray J was there. She was hanging out in the hot tub, minding her white business. She says that she's hung out or partied with Chris Brown in the past, and it's always been all good. She says that she went into the house and a male was selling jewelry at a house party at Chris Brown's house. Like a nigga with a suitcase talking about, I got watches. For whatever reason. Okay. (laughs) There was a man selling jewels at a house party in L.A. Bentley says that, you know, she, as a young lady, wanted to admire the jewelry, but she did not pick it up. She didn't touch it. I suppose by admiring it, she just stood from afar and stared at it and allowed the light from the diamonds (laughs) to reflect sparkles into her crystally white eyes. It was at that moment that Chris Brown got very upset and told her to get the fuck away from the diamonds and to go back outside, which she did. But Chris was not satisfied in his fury at that point. He decided to get a firearm mm-hmm. and go outside yes. and tell this young lady she is tired of these women and tired of their shit and pointed a gun at her mm-hmm. for standing near jewelry. Yes. And told her to get the fuck out of the house, which she did. She then, while I suppose in the driveway, waiting for an Uber, <laughs> I guess. Or no, she, she was, was waiting, waiting for her, her phone to come and pick her up. But they had her phone. Because you have to turn in your phone to get into the house. Because you're going to Chris Brown's house. <laughs> Chris Brown knew to take your phone away from you before you got into the house. However, he waited until you left oh my God. to ask you to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Hustling now, typically, hustling backwards. what people do when they want you to sign an NDA is they make you sign the NDA mm-hmm. prior mm-hmm. to you being exposed right. to information that you could disclose. Exactly. It doesn't work in reverse. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't because people are not going to promise to keep the secret after they know it. That, that would defeat the whole purpose of the agreement. Chris, she them. You don't says, have these hoes signing NDAs when they walk in the door, really? I j- I'm stunned. She just then she says she was somehow able to get her phone from this man and run. Oh yeah, she said that they asked her to sign the NDA and she said, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> Snatched it and ran with her friend next door and they hid under the neighbor's SUV while the while Chris's friends drove by looking for them. And then caught because and then the neighbor called the police ne- because she stood near mm-hmm. some jewelry and admired it. So do you believe Bailey's story? I am not buying shit from this Greek yogurt colored lion ass bitch not today or tomorrow and I'll just get first of all your story doesn't add up 
It doesn't make a single piece of sense. And the only reason, madam, that you felt like you could pull some shit like this is because you knew that people would believe some shit like this because it's Chris Brown. And Chris Brown has a history of fucking up. So, of course... Chris Brown having a gun in his house and drugs? Duh. Like, <laughs> that's like saying, you think Drake has poetry at his house? Like, yes. No shit, girl. Of course. So, I'm mean, sure she knew she could say that this nigga pulled a gun out on her and that cops will go there and find a gun because, duh. Like, of course this nigga has a gun in his motherfucking house. Keep in mind, Chris Brown has also come, ha- come home to random bitches in his house making steak and potatoes oh, yeah. and sitting on the staircase in his goddamn clothes like, oh, hey, what's up? While his auntie that- is locked up in the hall closet. <laughs> Chris Brown be getting home invasions. Like, what? This nigga is made. He you know done made saying? it. Like, and still struggling. I don't believe shit that this white devil is saying. I don't either. And you know I love to be mad at Chris Brown. A smooth 12, 10, 12 hours later, we're discussing this shit with Harvey and the rest of the girls over at TMZ. Oh, yeah. You didn't contact CNN. CNN covered the story. You didn't contact MSNBC. You called TMZ to talk about this. The acting girl. Right. You done gave all kinds, right. You done gave all kinds of entertainment interviews and shit like that. Like, she going everywhere telling this story she's very excited to get the word out and she knows that her being a white woman and saying Chris Brown brandished a gun at her is gonna get people's attention the fuck is SWAT team before anybody rang the doorbell and said hey girl so the SWAT team somebody we don't know is talking about like a gun and situation like we're gonna need you to you know come down and have a conversation with us they brought out the gats like from Jump. Was there any proof that this girl had ever been like anywhere near a gun? I said she's going to have to prove to me that Chris Brown is this dumb. She's going to have to. Yeah. Prove to me that he's this stupid. I'm not going to say that he is incapable of doing some dumb shit because history is proven. Roll it. But I just don't believe Chris Brown in 2016 is that With that baby. Especially with a white woman. He got to see white women coming. Like, come the fuck on. I don't even know how she got into your house. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I don't... One of his friends, I'm sure. One of his friends. Because the friend, from what I read today, the friend that she called to pick her up is apparently the same friend that took her to the party or invited her or whatever the fuck. Mm. And she texted him. She said that he left before she did. And he text, she texted him after this went down and said, this motherfucker's going down or some shit like that. Yeah, okay. You, let's also bring up a couple of other points that the internet has discussed Okay. Miss um, Bailey Curran was previously, we talked about this uh, 2016 Miss California Regional. <laughs> wherever that pageant may be located title that she claims that she has um the organization has come forward and let us know <laughs> that she had she had been stripped of that title two months mm-hmm. after she won it for allegedly repeating repeatedly breaking pageant rules so that proves, girl, you're a liar because you are no longer 2016 Miss California nothing. And they told her to give back the sash and the crown if she won't and do it. she hasn't. <laughs> the girls are still out here saying, if you see Bailey, tell her <laughs> oh, shit. that we want our motherfucking crown back. <laughs> also... 
Ooh, they about to run up on her like the AKAs when somebody got on paraphernalia and didn't pledge. Like, who is this Who is this loser-ass, lying-ass, fake-ass bitch? Bailey Curran is also wanted in connection with a grand larceny case in the state of New York. Nice. After an incident in 2013 that took place at the New York City Plaza Hotel. Apparently, she got into an argument with two friends and fled with another woman she was with after a, with who the other woman had a stolen wallet filled with credit cards and a thousand dollars in cash from the other friend that they argued with. I see. She is wanted for questioning in the case (laughs) of this 2013 grand larceny incident. Sweetheart, this proves that you admire jewelry and cash a lot. Mm -hmm. A whole bunch. It sounds like you had your little fingers all over somebody's watches and necklaces and rings and shit. And somebody said, hey, get your white girl <laughs> because I don't want to have to bust her head wide the fuck open. This proves you're a liar. <laughs> this proves that you are a thief. And I'm Lord. not buying it. And bitch, I can't like... I'm going to be so mad if she's telling the truth. I will be... Live. I will never say Chris Brown again. Not on air or off. I will never I will talk about so this thing mad. ever again. But she's gonna have to prove to me that that shit is true because I don't buy it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't buy this shit at all. And if they find out that she is lying, I want them to put her underneath the jail. Throw, lock her ass yeah, up. Yeah, because he got arrested. For wasting tax dollars. For wasting his dollars. For wasting the dispatcher's motherfucking time for wasting gas. <laughs> you stupid. For wasting bandwidth. That man has a child. Suppose that the baby was at the house. Lord. Whatever. Because you already know it's nothing for cops in this country to bust up into some a black person's house and shoot right. kids for nothing. That's what I mean. It's not like they don't do that shit all the time. So, right. you can play little games like that. And it's not like this country don't have a history of white lying ass women telling that's the really law what it that is. a negro did yep. something that he hasn't done yep. and black men losing their lives right. over it right. Bailey bring us the receipts mm-hmm. I need three proofs of purchase mm-hmm. okay I need all the receipts send in your okay? box tops girl I need your W2s I need, your, uh, I need a recent pay stub you don't have any because you steal I'm gonna be pissed if she's telling the fucking truth. I don't believe But I just, right, I don't believe it. It's too many things about the story that don't make sense. I don't believe that niggas really pulled a gun on a white girl who didn't do nothing. Who didn't do anything. If they pulled a gun on that bitch, they probably caught her with diamonds in her pockets. Right. Right. I I refuse to believe they pulled a a gun on a white girl for no fucking reason. Honestly, I believe that she got caught stealing or got caught trying to steal something. And I don't even really feel like a gun was involved. Probably I not. feel like he told her to get the fuck yeah. out and she was pissed and she felt like before he may call the cops on me or say I did this in the third let right. me go ahead and say this nigga pulled a gun out on me I don't believe it yeah. I don't believe that Chris Brown Mad who has a baby was just like I'm gonna just I'm gonna throw this whole thing to shit after I done had this great couple of weeks and all I'm trying to do is make <laughs> sure that my baby 
No, because I mean his the black basketball weeks with the case, the custody case that he won. Oh yeah, and all that type of stuff. Like I just feel like I'm doing well. I know Chris Brown stays high, but I don't feel like he was high enough to just Mm-mm. shove a fucking Glock in this girl's yeah. face. Turn no, down. I'm not buying it. Prove it, girl. Please prove it. And I know that you can't, girl, because I honestly feel like you're lying. And if that's the case, I want them to the yeah, night. Yeah, charge of her, her with ass. something because they never do. They never charge white women with lying and obstructing justice. Never filing a false police report and all that. And that nigga was arrested, and it's gonna be a rank. Like he, I think he has to go back to court. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar bail. Shit, man. When I tell for you, I will be coming for Bailey's neck. Charge. Yeah, another They could one. take this man's life yeah. from him yeah. for some shit like this. If this ain't true, that girl has to suffer consequences. I would be just like, and it would be nothing for them to just be like, well, you know, what they're gonna call her estranged mama and daddy. They ain't talked about. <laughs> talk to her ass since oh, she left Lord. home at 16 oh, to go fuck. And she gonna talk about <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna talk about oh you know she's just had you know she's been through so much and we just love her so much she and just, sometimes she forgets things and and oh out there thotting and bopping in LA I see all the way through this and I mean I just don't believe it girl it's too reckless even for Chris Brown Chris Brown likes to do damage with his hands Chris <laughs> Brown fights Chris Brown punches walls, That's people. Thing. I've heard Chris Brown get into plenty <laughs> violent incidents. Yes. Not one of them has involved a gun. Chris Never. Brown loves to use his hands. <laughs> he's, he's physical, okay? He's hands on. Like, these hands are enough. <laughs> I don't need to pull. No, God, I don't believe it. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Please prove a it. A white woman would say a gun, though, because she know that'll get y'all. That'll, that'll get everybody upset. Well, you can't say he hit you because it ain't no marks on you. Had to have been he brandished a gun. Now it's attempted murder. <laughs> Man. Bring it. Girl, I can't wait. I have a feeling he won't even it. be formally charged. I, have I don't f- think so either. And you know. But then the story's just going to go away and it'll yep. be another lying ass Not white enough evidence to prosecute. Who can do shit like yep. this. And that's tired. Man. It's so fucking whack. And it all for you to be in what? Sharknado 5? Girl choke. <laughs> you're not good at anything. You're not particularly attractive. And you're a liar and a thief. I couldn't believe somebody that below the threshold of a bad bitch made it into Chris Brown's house. Like seriously, I could get in. The like, lesson that you need to learn from this, okay, given you know your innocence, if you are, Chris, you don't need nobody else at your motherfucking house nobody don't let nobody else come over Chris nobody if you want to throw a jam that bad my nigga rent a venue out buy out a fucking skating rink or somewhere and have everybody out there cause this ain't working this is not working you can't invite people to your motherfucking house no more and not Ray J either not Ray J Princess Moniece Ray J should have never been on the list in the first place I haven't even started watching the new season of whatever the fuck they own cause why would I do that? I mean... I saw a picture of Little Fizz, and he has... Like, if I were to turn my MacBook on its side while it's open like this... Okay. Like, this is what his Gumby looks mm. like. Just like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a pyramid. Just like a little Smurf hat. Mm. And I don't like it. That isn't okay. I just feel like he's too cute for that. I think but. I saw him moving in with his baby mama, the crazy one, or the one he called her. I don't really know. I don't. I feel Let like me Moniece stop right there. no she's no less crazy or more crazy than anybody else on the show. The craziest one on the show is the little one with the husband with the fucked up teeth. Brandy? Yeah. 
She she's is. Nice. <laughs> she's out there. <laughs> you know, the, the trailer made me want to watch it because she was at one point, she was like on that man's car. Yeah. Like, you will not leave me. You are not going to leave me. I was just like... <laughs> This is oh god that's where i saw it we was watching a clip of it last night and she spent twenty seven thousand dollars to co-own a boutique of I like instagram dresses or because they made it seem like maybe he was she was like cheating or something i was like there's that's not what it is no that desperate bitch is not cheating on her man she spent that money and he said it was supposed to be for their son's college fund or whatever which begs the question then why didn't you just put it in the bank instead of giving it to her with it? yes but the why did you give her $27,000 for a storyline? This is Where fake. Where did you get $27,000? <laughs> I don't know what they do. So he might At no like point a... do you see the $27,000. So it, it is likely not even real. But while they were all in this warehouse of Instagram dresses, like everybody is watching him while out on her and then leave. And she goes to get on the car to keep him from driving away. And I don't know what happens Without after that. Without her shoes on. She loves doing that. She loves running after that. She loves chasing a man. And the whole time I was just cracking up because like I, I truly, I'm trying to picture myself getting on a nigga's car to keep him from leaving me. And I just, <laughs> I just can't. The picture's not coming into focus. I don't. <laughs> I don't see it. I just would never. You would have to like be on the way to go like kill the nigga I cheated on you with. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would never cheat. That's not in my character. I'm just saying. I can't think of. No, I understand. But. But I don't love these hoes. That show. No. (laughs) We're not here for love. Anyway, the point is, Chris. Oh, my God. We have been here already for an hour. Already. Well, okay. I'm done then. All right. Let's take a break. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad. But that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. 
Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, we're back, and it's time for listener letters. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Our first question comes from Aaliyah, who says, I'm 22, and I've been seeing a guy who's 31. I really like him, and things are amazing. The sex is bomb.com, and I have no real complaints. He's freaky, and I am, too. Right. We try many different positions. It's right. great. There's just one issue. He yours. wants to spit in my mouth. He's actually done it one time with me because he caught me off guard. I immediately pushed him away and we had a discussion about it. I told him, don't ever do that shit again. And he laughed and asked, what's the difference between us kissing and me spitting in your mouth? Bitch, there's a huge one. Nigga, say what? Since then, he always says to me that one day I'm going to give in and let him do it. And no, the fuck I'm not. Am I overthinking this? Should I just go give in and be a next level freak? I really like him, but that's fucking intense. Thanks for the help. Oh, God. Girl. Ugh. So that's disgusting. <laughs> it's something just like, I don't know, borderline violent about somebody spitting. Right? I just don't know. I think because spitting in my direction, I automatically perceive as a threat. I get defensive. Yeah, that just... means you want to fight me. Right. <laughs> it's something that is going to be like, I can't translate that into sexy. And I don't want to taste a big ass ball of your spit. My. God, I am so tired. Don't. Next question. (laughs) This is so gross. Listen, and I've heard of people who are into this, and for the life of me, I can't understand. Me either. That is so fucking nasty. And then the excuse always is, "Well, what's the difference between kissing or you'll suck my or you'll do this, but you can't spit?" Yes. Yes. Absolutely. What is? What do I get? What is passionate about you? What pleasure do I get? A ball of your saliva and hot. Okay, okay, okay. Not You're even right. Let's move into on. my direction, okay. but into my, my mouth. What am I supposed to do with it? And you am know niggas not brushing their teeth. You know niggas is not brushing their teeth right. I would. I'm sorry. No, nope, can't I'll, do it. That's the deal. I'll break up. We'll just. We will never. Yeah, girl. If sex has to come with you transferring your spit, oh, <laughs> it's just thinking about it. So I don't think the issue here is really what he wants to do. Even though, I mean, personally, I find it disgusting. The issue this is what he wants to do. If you ask me, the issue is more the fact that you have said that you're not comfortable with it. And he keep being like, "Nah, you gonna do it anyway," or whatever. Like that just seems like. Kind of like a red flag and a warning sign. Like, you need to go ahead and leave this nigga alone now. Because he did it before, knowing that that's some kind of off-the-wall shit that most people don't get into. And then when you said something to him about it, he's not like, oh, well, I'm really sorry that I, you know, I didn't respect you or whatever. I didn't. Like, he's just like, we gonna do this. I'm gonna spit in your fucking mouth, bitch, and you gonna like it. So, ask him. Stretch that jaw. Ask him to explain. Nope. In detail. Ugh. What it is about that I just don't that think really so. turns him on. And I'm not asking you to explain it so that you can understand and do it. Because don't. Like, I mean, if it's your choice. I think that you should ask him to explain so that you can share with me 
Oh, what you want to know? F- I just want to know. What's stimulating if about anyone that? Anyone at home? Yeah, somebody who gets off on that, please share because yeah. I and I can understand some freaky shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I am not someone who I feel like is super uh prudish or like does I don't mm-hmm. you know I get it fine whatever mm-hmm. but that is one of those things that's up there with like pissing on people I don't understand but why I think maybe it's like a domination thing like being dominated or dominating someone I mean maybe I mean and 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 I can see like I could see that play out in other ways, but spitting in my mouth, I feel like we should be able to. There's, if you want, we should do have that. A, a dominant, submissive relationship without without spit. Can't we just kiss? That's all the spit I'm comfortable. Like I'm I, willing I'm not to do a, loads of things to make you feel like a you're mass dominating. of spit, which contains your as in you mucus have and saliva, enough. right? That it built up. Your germs. And you are putting it in my oh. mouth. You're oh. not even spitting in my direction. Oh my God. Like, I don't even want to. No. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The no. fact that he is being kind of weird, though, about the conversation is what makes me say you need to leave him. Not necessarily that he wants to spit, but that he doesn't <laughs> seem to really care that you're not into it. Like, he should yes. care more that you are like, nah. Right. Because for so. me, it is a deal breaker that he is like persistent about it. Yeah, you know what I'm like if it was something that he was just like really into and wanted to try, and you were like, "No, girl, <laughs> <laughs> that won't happen." And he was like, "All right, yeah. then fine." But the fact that he is really like, "One day you're gonna do it." Yeah. Well, if that if you feel like he's that, gonna do spit in your mouth again. now, right? Like, so let me and you just not fuck this. Let's just go ahead and get on the same page because if you really feel like that, this is something that needs to happen. We can just end this. Yeah, girl. Don't let that nigga play you. Will, and the fact that he did it already. Right. Without even a conversation. How you didn't slap the shit out of him or deflate his balls right there in the moment, I don't know. Because I would have lost it. I would have. <laughs> There's nothing cute about that. Mm-mm. Next. I'm so dis- That is gross. Okay. Well, let's see. Here's a question about dating anxiety from Stephanie who says, I'm currently single, but every time a guy like starts to show interest in me, I panic and get really anxious. I feel trapped in my own mind sometimes. If I think a guy is cute, I want him to be interested, but the moment he starts to make a move or show any kind of interest, I panic and want to back out. It takes me a long time to feel comfortable being around a romantic partner, and the last guy I dated, I was nervous in the beginning, but got over it quickly. Ever since them, I've ever since him, I've felt anxious when it comes to potential relationships. Do you guys know what this feels like? And do you have any advice for me? I wasn't sure if you had ever gone through anything like that. I don't think I feel that way about dating. It's more like I don't want to do it at all. But anxiety for what? I guess when people show interest in her, it scares her. She gets nervous that I don't understand I it. Am not I that mean, but way. the thing about anxiety is that it defies logic. So yeah. <laughs> I get that part of it. I get maybe, I guess, being kind of nervous when somebody likes you. Hmm. I find that empowering. No, no. I guess maybe if you like them, but no, if they like you too, then what is there to be nervous about? I don't really get it. But I will say that your anxiety is valid. And you are allowed to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody likes you and you like them as well, 
I think that I do kind of get anxiety sometimes when it's somebody that I like, but it's not like I don't want to date you. It's more that it's just like I don't want to be awkward. Hmm. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. I don't really. I only want feel that way when it's somebody that I like really like. Right. Right. Because I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or if I think you're cute or something like that, but I don't really like like you. But I'm like maybe attracted to you when yeah. you clearly maybe attracted or like me. Then we can just flirt, make out, have a good time, and yeah, I won't feel no kind of way about it. But exactly. if I like you, I'm gonna be nervous mm. regardless because I'm not gonna want to act like a complete like freak show. Yeah, this but, is why I like to avoid dating altogether. I'm I mean, not I good like at to it. Avoid dating. I would like to have some kind of you know, some kind of dating life, but. You know, once you, once you just, (laughs) I was about to say something shady and rude for no reason, so I decided to. How is that any different than Thursday? (laughs) I'm growing and I'm being different. I am being a better person now in 2016. Great. I don't think that there's anything for you to be nervous about, especially when you just come to the, you know, realization uh, that niggas ain't shit anyway. So... (sighs) Who even really cares? Just yeah. have your fun and not don't take it seriously. Especially because dating is supposed to be casual. Dating yeah. is supposed to be casual. Like the act of dating and liking someone is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be pressure. You're not supposed to be like, oh my gosh, I don't really know, you know, what to do with my life. It's like when you actually really like niggas. Right. And it's like, oh, God, (laughs) that's when this dark cloud comes over your fucking head and it's like, here you are with feelings. Yeah, I don't think I really experienced this. I I don't think you do either. (laughs) It takes a while for me to even be thinking about a nigga outside of when I'm talking to him like or her directly to their face. So I just am not I'm not the type to get nervous around somebody. I might say something stupid or say something dumb like I I'm might sure do I something will. to embarrass myself but yeah. I don't feel awkward about it it's more like well girl this is me this is me I am one big fucked up ridiculous mess and sometimes I say dumb things sometimes I knock shit off the table like it happens it's fine <laughs> it's just me it is me and you can take it or leave it that's you know right. that's how I feel about it I am who I am absolutely so I'm not gonna that feel helps nervous about well. it yeah like that definitely helps in more than one in I don't scenario, wanna actually. I don't wanna play around or like pretend to be like way more confident or cool or whatever than what I really am like I'm gonna just go ahead and show you like this is me I am a regular nerd I don't well not a nerd but you know, I wouldn't consider myself some extremely suave person, but it is what it is. Same. All right. Our last question comes from Harper, who says, I have a friend who's getting married in South Africa next year. Our group of friends from New York are all going to celebrate with her and her partner, and we're looking forward to it. A few weeks ago, she texted a save the date for her engagement party, and I told her I would come with my boyfriend. A few days ago, she emailed a confirmation for the engagement party and included the following. Our engagement party will be a dinner picnic potluck style. Please bring a dish to share with everyone and anything special that you like to drink. We will provide blankets and towels, plates, utensils, and water and juice to drink. I think this is incredibly rude. She's having a destination wedding in South Africa and none of our travel or hotels will be covered and we are all paying 
fully out of pocket to attend the wedding and now she has the nerve to ask us to pay our way for her engagement party too keep in mind that the engagement party is on Roosevelt Island so that means that not only do we have to buy and cook our own food from our New York City apartments and take it to Roosevelt Island on the subway or the bus we also have to be prepared to serve nine other people and provide alcohol if we want it I can't understand why she's doing this they are not broke they're both employed and neither her or her partner have student loans because their parents paid for school I think this is selfish and completely discourteous and I would like to tell her so is it enough that I've told her I'm not going or should I actually say something to her thanks oh well, girl if you already decided that you ain't going the girl that's a, I mean I was gonna say then just but don't do you go <laughs> right just don't go is definitely the right move here and I understand why you not but is it enough for you to be like so listen friend we need to talk about the way that you're acting right now like do you think this is serious enough to be like girl I don't hmm yeah I, I don't I'm thinking about it because if you have a destination wedding that I mean I understand where she's coming from yeah to me that's saying you know we don't care who shows up we're assuming only the rich niggas will show up right but we don't really care who comes we're going you have to feel that way <laughs> yeah you have to there's no way that you can right I mean I've never heard of anybody asking somebody other asking the guests to do like a potluck style dinner for their engagement That's party that sounds very weird it sounds yeah extremely out of the ordinary maybe if they were like and casual as fuck for a right an and like party. and like this just seems <laughs> so i mean you just trust in random new york city apartments and people and kitchens and the filth that happens in this city i just don't an engagement party maybe should be catered or That's you know all the food is coming from one location or but at least go to dinner someplace like reserve a, a place yeah to eat, but you feel a way about it but you don't feel a way about it for like a good reason like you might think it's tacky or inconsiderate or whatever but it's not really in the grand scheme of things some evil thing to do like I think it's to a have good a reason look. to feel a way I just don't think that it's enough to be like girl we need to talk about this you know what I'm saying like if you're going to the wedding then you're already going to the wedding mm-hmm. and you already paid your way to go to the wedding and that is what it is and like you just said you should have parlayed that into a vacation also so you wouldn't feel like you were spending thousands for somebody's wedding what I would do okay <laughs> like, I would be like well girl I'll be there for try. two weeks right you know, so, <laughs> shit I mean you know but I mean if you're already going to the wedding then you're going for, to the wedding you've already done your part for that and I think that I understand where she's coming from in terms of the nerve <laughs> to be like, yeah, we have it in this wacky ass and this Roosevelt Island too. Carly red ass. That's a <laughs> Engagement party. But you want me? I mm. no, no. But I don't feel like saying anything to her. Like saying something to her would do what? Right. Like what would you accomplish from saying something to her about it? Like she would be like that's oh, what I'm saying like God. all you really want to do is get your feelings out yeah. like you right like you feel like she's being tacky or whatever but she's not really doing anything wrong she's just doing something in a way that you don't think is appropriate right or right or inconsiderate but of course like you already pointed out you have the option of not going to this party I wouldn't right so I would just not like it girl even sound like fun. I won't be going to Roosevelt Island and bring in casserole dishes and bottles of liquor and with liquor. <laughs> For your On engagement? top of spending the bread to go to South Africa. <laughs> no, girl. I'm not going to do that. Mm-mm. I would just say, so sorry, sis. Can't can't make it to that and leave it alone. People like, getting married, they go crazy. 
And if you already said no, then you should have told her why you mm-hmm. were saying no when you told her no. You yeah, because now it feels petty. Like, you coming exactly. back days later, like just to let you know, I'm not coming to your party because it's a potluck. You got your guff. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why you didn't say this when you told right. me you wasn't coming then, bitch? Be like, I'm not going because I feel like it's inconsiderate yeah. and no shade, but I'll see you at the wedding. Because, I mean, and on top of that, it's not like it's her birthday or her fourth <laughs> baby shower or something like. Right. She's getting married. So just let her have it. It, it was a little inconsiderate, but girl, Man. you'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be okay. This is not that big of a deal. Send your so. questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them on the show. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Let's take a break. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. So we're back and it's time for the read. It is. And I am not going to take a long time this week. Are you talking about Colin Kaepernick? I was gonna. Okay. Then I don't I'm not gonna get actually why don't you just go first then? Because I I have a very specific grievance about this Colin Kaepernick thing. Okay, well, why don't I just start you off? Okay. I mean, we might as well just do this avec one another. Um, so, Colin Kaepernick? Not Kaepernick, like I did in your video that one time. So sorry, all you 49ers fans. I mean, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I love fucking up people's names. Um, but this was at a preseason game? Yeah. So the national anthem came on. Colin decided that he was not going to stand up. Um, and I guess when asked why, he said, "Show pride." He would not stand up and show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Um, to yeah. which white America <laughs> has pulled out every one of their collective eyelashes, and they are going absolutely insane over it. Oh yeah, they can't take it. Which I just find hilarious. Oh, they hurt. Um, Because white men are allowed to say every single thing, every flaw in the country, everything that they think is a flaw in (laughs) in the country, they can speak about with passion and vigor. And they're just, yeah, absolutely. Like, 
Yes, because America sucks balls until the the Muslims get out or whatever. Like anything, the anything that oh they God. hate about this country, they can say this, they can say that, and they can absolutely shit on other Americans. They can be complete hypocrites about our alleged rights, and nobody says anything. This nigga was sick. Down like, like the definition of not bothering anybody. <laughs> Sitting down. <laughs> and so it becomes a problem. It reminded me a lot of Gabby Douglas and the whole thing with her hand. And I just find it wild that people of color are persecuted for not showing uh patriotism. So I said, whatever the fuck that means. G- I said, let me look up the definition. Of yes, patriotism. Friend. So here it says, patriotism is an emotional attachment to a nation which an individual recognizes as their homeland. This attachment, also known as national feeling or national pride, can be viewed in terms of different features relating to one's own nation, including ethnic, cultural, political, or historical aspects. So... An emotional attachment to a nation, hmm. which an individual recognizes as their homeland. <laughs> Why is it confusing that certain people, people of color, may not have the same emotional attachment Why? to this nation when this nation very clearly doesn't have any kind of goddamn attachment there we go. to us. They don't. They None. don't. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy to me that we still have this whole back and forth of, oh, go back to Africa. Oh, this country would be better if you didn't do this and you guys ruined the country. Oh, stand up. This country, people have fought and died for you. Making it about the military. First of all, I thought that these wars were, I thought the lie they were telling (laughs) was that these wars were for our freedom. Right. And so, would that include the freedom for me to sit the fuck down? Like, I don't, I don't. I'm confused. Yeah, you're confused because you thought that the freedoms applied to everybody, which is what allegedly the song says but in reality only white people are free to sit or stand whenever they want to let me jump on over to cnn because you know they dropped a couple of gems over here on this website that i read and there were actually some of the lyrics from the star spangled banner that was written by francis scott key in 1814 that are no longer used in the, the known song. racist <laughs> and where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more. Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps' pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and slave Mm -hmm. from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. Jesus. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the lies. (laughs) home of the brave. <laughs> no, fuck this country. What? Francis Scott Key. A man <laughs> A man who owned slaves <laughs> and was an anti-abolitionist. That means <laughs> he was anti the movement to end slavery. <laughs> like if Francis had his way, we would still be still picking be locked your up. fruit of the loom. That's really it. 
the guy who came up, the, who wrote the song "Sweetheart," yeah, and described uh, black people as a distinct and inferior race of people. Oh yeah, felt seriously that black people were not even fully human. Again, the confusion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for why people of color would say "fuck this song." How it's like, like white people feel like we should all look at America the same way they do. Like they it's like they're mad that we will not look at America the way that they do, but we they don't get treated by America the way we do. So why the fuck would we be all like starry-eyed and excited about this fucking country and why and of all fucking things like not standing up for the fucking anthem if you feel like america is letting people away with murder which it is state-sanctioned murder like literally bodies in the street which colin said so eloquently like people are getting paid leave and murdering people like that is happening in this country it's not no equal opportunities and land of the free and all this for everybody and I'm just not going to stand up and act like it is America needs to do better but them words coming out of a mixed person's mouth white people just can't tolerate they won't especially an athlete on top of that oh white people are livid oh they're very mad because all of the the responses have been you're just spoiled and America has paid you all of this money and the NFL has paid you all of this money no no sweetheart I'm good at what I do right like or you were and keep in mind that me playing and getting this money they don't not make any money from it (laughs) and he responded to that like this is not I'm not standing up for me yes I am biracial and I was adopted by a white family and I had a great life and all this shit like yes I grew up in privilege and all this other shit but I have still faced discrimination as a black man in this country I've still gone through shit had the police called on me in my own damn neighborhood and house and shit like that and it's not even about me it's not about the rich it's not about the people who are protected which is the same shit I be saying all the time and I'm so glad that Colin Kaepernick gets it it's about people who have the privilege who have the platform who have the attention who have the money standing up for the people who don't nobody cares about the dark skinned poor black people getting shot in the fucking street they care about what this mixed race NFL quarterback has to say so he's using his position in society to highlight a fucking problem and instead of saying damn you right you know this shit is really going on white people are like doubling down because they don't want to feel uncomfortable that's all that it they is. don't when they see black people sitting down during the national anthem and they stand up and they feel all the pride and and happiness and just america the just so great oh, what a just a luscious land baseball. and apple pie and moms Cracker and the fourth of july and you know McMansions and Ain't white picket fences <laughs> that is just what white people Green love casseroles love you with, but I mean know. it is when the white when, when the not white when the right person is making it that's right it can be quite lit that's but white. it is it's, you have to be very careful with vegetable casseroles absolutely but anyway like <laughs> he just it's not the but the backlash against Colin which I think this is the third preseason game that he has not stood up for so I'm surprised it took them this long to notice but the backlash from other NFL players black ones on top of that has just been like almost like I can't believe these niggas are bending over backwards to coon on behalf of white America that didn't ask them to do this like why are y'all acting like he don't have a point why are y'all acting like he's not being real like niggas talking about all lives matter and shit like whoa Jerry Rice then came out of nowhere like oh my god Drew Brees (sighs) Drew Brees 
Brees, my fucking quarterback. Drew Brees got up. I mean, he did his very best impression of white innocence and said, you know, I understand what he's saying and I agree with his message. I just don't agree with the way he's doing it. Are you serious? Is there any agreeable way for black people to protest then? You don't like it when we go out in the streets. You don't like it when we shut down traffic. You don't like it when we flood the parks and all this other shit. And now you don't like when we sit down and quietly, peacefully protest what this country is doing. Like literally all he did was sit. How do you disagree with that method? What's wrong with that fucking method? You're just mad at what it represents. You're mad that he's saying, no, there's something wrong in this fucking country and y'all need to do the fuck better, which y'all do. But of all the people who open their mouths and have something to say about Colin Kaepernick, by far, Ben Roethlisberger has to be the most egregious. Well, do you know who Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> do you know who that is? <laughs> I'm certain I don't. He's a football player. He's a quarterback for the Steelers. He's been accused of rape, I think, three or four times. Wow. And not just accused, but like there's been like very detailed stories of what he did to these girls, like in bars or at a party or what the fuck ever else. He said, when it comes to the national anthem and the flag, I think it stands for something different, like family, brothers. You know, like you said, family, brothers, my grandfather served in the na- in the Navy, people that have served this country, people who've lost their lives. To me, that's the national anthem we stand and support because they give us the freedom to play this game. We are so, so lucky to play a game that we love, and that's because we have the freedom that soldiers have given us. What the fuck is wrong with white people? What? Do you really think the men and military women of the, of the United States military fighting on ah, behalf? Ah, of the National Football League. For your God-given inalienable right to play American football. Really, girl? That's not what they're out there for. They're actually out there for Colin Kaepernick and his right to protest what this country is doing to its own citizens when the country also claims that it is a land of equality for everybody. It isn't. The song is a fucking lie. And it's bad on top of that. And it needs to not be the anthem anyway. And I was all, like I said a couple weeks ago, me and my mama, and I'm not going to get into South Dakota and all that again, but I do not fuck with the anthem. And now that I know that it pisses white people off like this, I'm about to act a whole ass monkey ass fool anytime. Y'all fucked up. Because now that I know that it hurts y'all's feelings. Unless it's the Whitney Houston version, (laughs) count on me showing my ass. Because sitting down is just the beginning of what I'm going to do. Fuck you and your goddamn song, bitch. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Nothing about it. Like, are you kidding? It's... And then what's just, it's so petty. It's like any little fucking thing. Yes, what he did was blatantly um, in response to injustices in America and that sort of thing. Like, it wasn't like he was just sitting down because he was on his phone and he didn't realize nobody, you know, (laughs) that they were singing. Like, yes, it stood for this. But it's such a petty thing to make into this huge issue. Like, how many people are going to have to stand up and say Black Lives Matter and say they're tired of this shit happening before y'all are just like, you know what? This is a problem. Right. Like, how many, right. how long does it have to happen without this fucking unnecessary pushback? It's not like these motherfuckers are coming out and saying, every black soul in America will mm-hmm. have diamonds in their rims. <laughs> 
Like, please just stop killing us and just treat us equally. That's Man. it. And he didn't even all. ask for, and the, the wild part is that Colin didn't even ask for y'all to stop killing us. He asked for justice. He just said, can the people who do this actually be prosecuted for it? Like, the issue is that it even, ha- like, on top of the fact that it's happening, the fact that they just get away with it. The country does not fucking care. There and is no justice for everybody. Happens. I mean, and and white people are really in their feelings that we have a valid response to their fucking little play song, and it does not make us think of your great 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 grandfather and how he was a colonel in the army and he did all this. Like white people have all these amazing, wonderful military pride, swelling feelings in their hearts when they hear this song, mm-hmm. and they expect the rest of us to feel that exact same way about the history of no. this sorry ass country. But it just makes no sense to expect the people who built this country because they were enslaved to turn around and celebrate this bitch. I don't expect for you all to stand up when you hear Beyonce perform Sorry. I do, because I personally have feelings towards it. If you don't want to stand up I mean, because you feel like Beyonce is offensive or Beyonce, you don't mm-hmm. understand it, that is your American ass right to do mm-hmm. that. In the same way, you have your feelings because your great dan, great granddaddy lost his big toe or whatever, in whatever war, I respect mm-hmm. that. I respect the fact that there are American citizens who go out there every single day and die for this country and plenty of them come back over here and have nothing and the country gives them nothing in return they end up coming back to this country and they end up fucking homeless or they end up like having to see all kinds of strength and shit like we're not gonna talk about that part I guess yeah you know I respect the actual people in the military who do you know put their lives on the line for America but I don't respect this song. America. Right. <laughs> I don't respect this country and its views of uh, people who look like me. Right. Or people who look like you mm-hmm. or people who look like anybody who ain't white and male and straight. And these people are conveniently forgetting that there are so many. In fact, I think the military is probably mostly people of color at this point, especially the army. Like, I think pretty much probably everybody in like the infantry or whatever is pro- or like most people I'm pretty sure in the army are people of color and they act like we are not also veterans we are not also active servicemen like there are people who are in the military now and formerly in the military who feel the exact same way about this country like people who have served just like your white ass precious ancestors did and you act like their feelings somehow don't matter like their service is less important or like less valid like less of a real thing keep in mind that Francis was talking about the gloom of the grave (laughs) for the slave you know this is a song that was written by a slave owner like it's 2016 like the girl the song needs to be gone honestly and I didn't even know about the third verse because who the fuck has ever heard this (laughs) Who listens to the song for that long? But now that I know about it, I feel like it should be removed. It should just be taken away as the national anthem. It just... And that's never going to fucking happen. Like, look at the fucking... What, what team there are is other that? Dick the Redskins? Sucking, oh, yeah. They still haven't changed that name. But... No! American pride and, and, and history. And, I hate this And this place. was my, my uncle's favorite team before he passed away from Boom. Moonshine. <laughs> These people are mad, like big mad in a way that they are never mad no, at not. NFL. No, they are not not the fans, but like 
Business Insider did a story today, I think, and they talked to these seven NFL execs who are talking about Colin is a traitor and they don't want wow. him anywhere near the team. And nobody has ever been so hated by the front office guys as Kaepernick. Oh, and he wow. has no respect for our country. Awesome. And he'll never play for any of their teams. And he's going to be cut by the 49ers and never play again. That may be true because Colin Kaepernick is not necessarily the best quarterback in the NFL anymore. And maybe this isn't helping his case. But the fact that y'all routinely stick up for athletes, white and black, who commit all sorts of horrific crimes, particularly against women. And this man who literally broke no laws and merely exercised his right as an American to not stand the fuck up for somebody's dumbass song, you are irate to the point where you don't even want him on your fucking team no more. That lets me know where your fucking priorities are. And I just cannot place value or respect in people who really feel that way. Like, girl, that is just trash. Really? Y'all got all manners of rapists and shit on these teams like these niggas domestic Literally violence their girlfriends up, how many different the nfl got so many domestic violence cases that they had to start doing initiatives just for women to make it seem like they actually gave a fuck about women That's right. they got their little breast cancer awareness month or whatever where all them niggas wear pink shoes on the field and that's supposed to be the NFL giving a fuck about women and that women. nigga's leaving the house in the morning with his girl in girl. the bed like gotta put this pink bullshit on <laughs> motherfucking ass like bitch like like y'all are re- I hope I hope to see during the season more although I doubt I will more black athletes and white too actually on top of that standing up and saying something like I applaud Colin for this it's like it's what's right it's clear that it's what's right and it's something that you are legally allowed to do and it's so it's like if y'all were to all collectively come and do it, they gonna do fire all y'all? Like, you're just <laughs> going to get rid of all of the teams? Right. It's something that is literally fear-based, and white America has forever made you think that if you publicly come forward and are defiant with the little rules and guidelines that mm-hmm. they set up for themselves, they will do everything in their power to destroy you and make you go away. Right. Because nobody wants to discuss it. It's not even about being uncomfortable, bitch. We are un- <laughs> we're all uncomfortable. You're killing people. Right. like And getting the fuck away with it. And saying, like, fuck all the cameras like and all of the other shit, the stuff that the cops will say to you. Just to, that will say to you, the way that will treat black people and this country is insane. And people are fucking tired of it. It's just something that you can say, hey, girls, enough. It, it Enough is enough. Right. This is dumb. But people get away with it. And every single time they come up with some excuse that doesn't have anything to do with anything of why the person who is saying the right thing is wrong. And it's so dumb. I can't believe like, can't it blew up like this. I cannot believe people. White people are really mad. Like, they are really pissed. They are That he will not get up for that fucking song. They aren't. There's no way that a nigga sitting the fuck down during the national anthem really pisses you off that bad. It's just you pretending to be mad. And I promise you, pretend to be pissed Woo. off whining it's not gonna raise your IQ not mm. a bit it isn't it's not gonna change the fact that you dumb girl you gonna wake up today and pretend that you mad about Colin Kaepernick sitting his motherfucking ass down and you are gonna go to bed just as dumb <laughs> as you were the day before <sighs> well I think that's it for me I am just a special fuck you to Ben Roethlisberger I kept reading these reports like ruthless burger rapeless burger Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a complicated name, but you know that 
uh, all these men, I mean, I think murderers even spoke up against Colin Kaepernick. But cool. Ben, ben Roethlisberger having something to say just Murder. really, it just really blew my fucking mind. And wow. then Drew Brees talking about he's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with your What's your pass percentage, bro? I'm uncomfortable with the way we look in this preseason. I'm uncomfortable with the way this season looks like it's shaping up to go. I mean, of course, all I really want to do is beat the Falcons, but I would enjoy it if we could have a winning record again. Like, I'm a, that's what the fuck I'm uncomfortable I'm with. Now. All you niggas doing all this talking, I hope y'all out here ready to win some motherfucking football games, okay? Hear that. Understand that. Be comfortable with that shit. All right. All right. I'm done. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that shit at This Is The Read. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Third Love. That's right. Third Love, the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. Super soft memory foam. Feels so great on your titties. You can try the bra for free for 30 days. Just go to thirdlove.com slash The Read for your free trial. Third Love, so comfortable you will forget it to take it off. Kifiri, do you have any news this week? I do. What is it? Okay, so first of all, um, you can still join Agents of Shade on PlayStation. We've got like 800 players now. That's really great. Ooh, Super excited. Classy. So go there, make friends, make parties, all of that and the like. You can still find it, and I will try and figure out a way to include people who play on other consoles or handheld stuff or PC or whatever. Um. Also, this is kind of a big announcement, I guess. I'm kind of nervous. Really? So, you remember in January when I had a stand-up show? <laughs> of course I do. Your sold-out amazing stand-up show. So I'm doing it again. Yay! Congrats, friend. I'm doing it again in New York City on September 30th. And Los Angeles on October 1st. Come on, tour! You better tour, bitch! Yay! In D.C. on October ah! <laughs> Yes, bitch! Coast to coach! Yes! In Chicago on ah! Are you serious? It's just four shows. Oh, my God! Go to say there's another one too. And Atlanta on October 28th. No, that's it. Okay. New York, September 30th, LA, October 1st. DC, wow. October 7th. Come on, tour. Look at 19th. you. Whatever. Oh the my tickets God. are gonna be on kidfurylive.com on Amazing. Friday at noon Eastern time. So if you want a ticket to come see the show. Oh you can God. go to KidFairyLive.com. Amazing. Tomorrow at noon and buy tickets to any one of these shows coming up in a couple of weeks. Mm. That's something that's going to happen. Amazing. Shout out to everybody we saw at Afropunk last weekend. Very fun time. So fun. Very good to see you guys. Thanks to everybody who stopped by the Loudspeakers Network booth and took pictures and saw the props and all that other stuff. We had a good time. Look at you. You're trying to be all like low-key about this. That is so major. Oh, I'm so happy for you. What? Four fucking cities by yourself too, nigga. Wow. Look at you. 
Well, that's what's happening. Um, and I don't think I have anything else to talk oh, about. Oh, shout out to Shelby again. Thank you so much for getting me in to see Beyonce at the VMAs, girl. I love you forever. And also to the young lady who works at Viacom, who listens to the read, <laughs> who came and positioned me on the carpet so that I would be in the direct line of Beyonce and Blue Ivy. Thank you so much, girl. Like, you mean the world to me, honestly. Um, but I don't have any super major, you know, United States tour information to announce this week. So are we done? You got an acronym for us or anything else? Um, the acronym is going to be L-P-T-F-A. Let priorities take... I forgot the rest of the letters. Leave people the fuck alone. Oh, damn. Just leave people alone. Let people sit the fuck down. Let people be in their motherfucking house without you trying to steal their shit and then tell them that they tried to kill you. Just, like, leave people alone. You know, that's all I'm saying. Stop talking to us about dating niggas from Australia. I just don't... <laughs> Who really gave a fuck about that Iggy Azalea French Montana thing? When I tell you... Who cares? That, that was literally a belch of a story. <laughs> and it went. It was just something that happened that was just like a little uncomfortable and then it was gone. He loved funny looking white girls with surgical bodies. He can have it. I'm done. Me too. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.